Hello and welcome to episode 329 of the Talk Nintendo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Casey Gibson, joining me this fine, fine post-Christmas evening. It's Jerry Jerkin. The eShop Roundup is dead. It's gone. <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. Sounds about right. Also joining us tonight, a man who is not dead. Not the eShop, but he's played just about all the games on the eShop. It's Alex Kulafi. Hey there. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I actually, uh, post-Christmas, I, I haven't been playing any games other than games we got as codes. Except I've, all I these other been... games? No, I, I haven't been in a huge video game mood lately, so, so you've caught yeah. me on an off week. By golly, he's only going to have four games to talk about, yeah. folks. It's going to be a shame. <laughs> exactly. Hey, Enjoy... guys, Ooh, do you guys good. smell maple syrup? Nope. I smell <laughs> something a little dank. <laughs> you guys smell beer? Nope. I smell the J-Man. Or is it Michael? I don't know. What? <laughs> it's a man from the north, and he... And he He's always got a J on him. It's this, Jordan Rudick. This this is hilarious. Like I don't even you got you get you're mixing all your your Canadian references Perfect. here. I don't even know where to start. But oh well, mine's not a Canadian reference so much as it's just the J Man reference. The J Man. That, that's true. Himself. That's true. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. How how are you, folks? I, I gosh, I missed you guys. It's been such a long time since I've been, been on. Too so. long. Yeah, it's Yo. been a hot minute. We're doing great. We missed you as well. Bring mm-hmm. you on for the last podcast of the year. Yeah, yeah, three three twenty nine. We're all feeling fine here. Um, yeah, I mean, this it feels like this is a time when I do usually join you guys is when you know either the beginning of a year, or the end of a year, when we're kind mm-hmm. of looking forward or looking back. And I, I love kind of just you know reminiscing with you guys about what's been going on. And um, yeah, it, it's definitely been too long since we've done this, so I'm I'm excited about tonight. Yes, and we are gonna do our twenty twenty three predictions. We're doing our uh, and we're gonna check out what our predictions from last year are. And who won and all that business. And that'll be the latter half of the show. Right, I think. Yep. Yeah, I think we'll we'll do our new business. Uh, or should I say what we've been playing. Um, yeah. yeah, and then we'll get into all that good stuff afterwards. Sounds, right? sounds great. But thanks for joining us, Jordan. Yep. Yeah, yeah I'm ha- happy to be here. What, uh, I, I, I mean. The last Christmas. podcast of 2022. I'm still. I feel like I'm still reeling from Christmas. Like, yeah, we see <laughs> talk about what we all got for Christmas. Seeing all the seeing all the family, the kids, and everything. Like, it, it's been a, it's been a whirlwind. I had to take all of Boxing Day to recover, pretty much. So, yep. Boxing. Well, yeah, day. I was lucky. I had my uh, I had a three day weekend, so I had Monday off as well. And yeah, nice. it was nice. You know, Saturday, Christmas Eve. Um, you know, sort of half the day we hung out here. Then we went to my parents' house. You know, they're sort of late Monday or Sunday, I should say. We went to Kate's parents' house and we were there pretty much all day. So it was nice to have Monday as like, a, yeah, we can sort of take mm-hmm. it easy. We went and got like a nice lunch. And then then I came back. We played we actually played some Mario Party. We played some Mario Strikers and uh, and I played some Final Fantasy. So Nicely done. It, it was a it was a, a banner day, if you will. Did you get anything else video game related? Yep, I got. Uh, so I got Final Fantasy uh, seven Crystal Chronicles. Uh, hmm. or not, Crystal Chronicles, Jesus! Crisis oh Core. man, put, that's a good one. <laughs> I put CC uh, for Crisis Core, and I just instinctually went to uh, Crystal Chronicles. No, Crisis Core. Uh, so I've been playing that; it's been pretty fun. And then, then nice. uh, yeah, we we dabbled a little bit with your Strikers, and and I've got a pair of twenty dollars eShop gift ca- uh, gift cards for the eShop. So I got to figure out what to buy with that. But yeah, nice. otherwise, yeah, sort of tame on the video game front. Yeah. 
Yeah, I uh, I got I got I look the best Christmas ever, to be honest. Uh, like I haven't, you know, and not to brag like, or anything, but Jerry's put us mm-hmm. all to shame here. No, I got like <laughs> I I can't believe like uh, Jill got me uh, a uh, hoverboard. <laughs> Like uh, we're gonna uh, like need a you a video of you riding that. Oh thing please, I, I gotta I see will. that. Oh, it's amazing. Did you fall on your keister so... yet? No, I haven't fallen. I don't no. believe you. I have I have great balance. Uh, my Wii Fit balance board <laughs> taught me well. No, it, it it trained you for the very moment that you got the hoverboard. It is so much fun, guys. I've wanted one ever since I've seen. It. I've never tried it before, and I was like, Jill, I want one. And every single one is like weight limit of two twenty, you know, and that's exactly my weight. And it's mm. like I don't want to test it. <laughs> so, so you gotta like, cut back on Freddy's, huh? So Jill, Jill, yeah, exactly. Jill got me one that has a weight limit of four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it yeah. looks like she's doing her own twenty twenty three predictions. <laughs> exactly. So, Harry, like, you've got is... free reign here to eat whatever you want now. Yeah. You're good. I know, exactly. I love but you, dude, Jill. Now let's ride this, to Freddy's. This off road. It has these big, huge tires off road. It's awesome. Dude, it goes fifteen miles an hour. You giving Jill a piggyback ride down to Freddy's. Yes. On the hoverboard. Dude, I'm super. So the funny thing is we have the most white Christmas ever. And so it's like I'm, well, waiting, that's pretty for the, racist, I'm waiting for the for the streets to clear. And it's I'm so excited to ride this to like my parents' house, like up over the hill. And stuff. it's going to be amazing. It was right actually to cold, John's. cold, cold in South Carolina. It was in the, the teens that night. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It, it actually felt like Christmas for once. Yeah, that that's good. Yeah, you needed that, but yeah, and I, then I yeah, I got a bunch of others. I got well, I got also a uh, a really it's a Bose Quiet Comfort uh, Bluetooth headphones. These are amazing. Now the funny thing is, my dad had them, got them last year. The ones I got are defective, so I had to send them back. But they're the most comfortable headphones in the world. There's I'm so I'm really excited to podcast with them and stuff. Anyway, mm. it was a great year. I, like my last few years have just been like nothing. I was like got beef jerky and stuff, and it was like I felt like a kid. I've just been like going around my house on 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 the hoverboard. Well, it's funny. <laughs> I'm like Jill. Do you want something to drink? Off I go. I, I thought you were gonna say like it was the best Christmas ever because you know Dixie's really yeah. getting into the Christmas spirit. She oh, understands yeah, it now. And that's true though. That's no. Nope, it's because he got a hoverboard. Because I got a bunch of toys. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Dixie got her roller skates and a bike. And she was, she's just in heaven all the time now. She's, she, she can't get enough of them. So too cute. But yeah, Heck it's yeah, way dude. better with kids. Anyway, Alex, what'd you get? Oh, um, so it, it was a pretty normal Christmas. I mean, usually I don't get video game stuff too often because I'm impossible Me to either. buy video games for. Yeah, you are. Um, because it's, I, I don't know. I just, I buy my toys when I want them is kind of my thing. So uh usually it's it's not video game themed but um the wife got me some grill paraphernalia like she got me really nice grill gloves propane accessories you mean yeah some propane accessories <laughs> you mean? not propane well it is a propane grill but i i guess they're not excess uh, kind of and then i also got like a nice grate to make like roast potatoes in on the grill um oh, and yeah. then and then she got she made an album of our wedding photos from a few months ago so oh that yeah was, that was that was sweet. Um, you don't want to grill those ones. <laughs> the one video game thing I got, um, which is a video game accessory, kind of, is the Zelda Encyclopedia. It's yeah. Oh yeah, you I know think that I, one. I got. I don't know if I have that one. I might the have like the one? items and artifacts one. 
not the Hyrule Historia or the items and artifacts. I think it's the third one or like the, the blue one. I love those the red ones. one with the hard. I have a gold. Right? It's gold. I have like the oh, special okay. edition gold huh. one. Oh, um, it reminds me actually. But I, I think it covers more of like uh, all the games in the series rather than Hyrule Historia, which is very like Skyward Sword focused. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, Ooh. it was it was a good Christmas. I, I think for me, what I've been enjoying a lot about Christmas as I've been getting older is just like one, giving gifts to other people and seeing them open it up. Right. And then two, uh, this year was the first year we got to host because we just got the house this year. So I, I realized that I love hosting because even if it takes a bunch of work, like we get to choose the menu uh, and then we don't have to go in the car and drive home after. Yep. You um, get to give everyone the boot and you chill. Yep. So so I got a uh, ham from the Honey Baked Ham store. We made a bunch of sides. Uh, my sort of um, my family came over. And so it was a nice little nice little Christmas, but but very, very laid back. Before Jordan jumps in there, it actually reminded Kate got me this thing. It's like a like an NES guide book um, with like tips and tricks for like all these random games on the NES, and it's super old. It's super awesome. That was also something she got me. That was was it official or unofficial? Uh, um, I think it was official, but I don't know. But it's old, you said. Like, it's an oh, actually yeah. old book. Yeah, it's of the time, of the era. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. That's so awesome. it's, like, super cool to flip through, and they're like, like the, they got Mike Tyson in there. It's like, now when you're fighting Mike, like, prepare. You're, you're going to be in for trouble, you know? And then, like, they give you tips on how to beat him. Uh, mm. So it's so sort of cool. But, like, all sorts of different games. I found a couple of those books when we were cleaning out my parents' garage. Like they're yeah, they're super old. You you read through them, they're like they have a bunch of the names wrong. Like they're they're totally unofficial. Like they're so like they're so far that I don't even know who 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 put them together or whatever like that. But they are they are kind of fun curiosities to go through if you dig them out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so Jordan, do do they celebrate Christmas in Canada? Yeah, believe it. No, we just skip. We just skip straight to Boxing Day. That's what we do. We just just get yeah, right did back you get to shopping. Awesome? Goat holiday. Yeah, no, we we definitely do celebrate Christmas. Um, so uh, it's I, I did kind of the same thing that Casey mentioned. Like we, you know, one side of the family on the Christmas Eve we do, uh, and then the other side on Christmas Day. It works out pretty well. I think you try to do too much on Christmas Day, and you just you just kind of, you know, just you're exhausted by ha- halfway through it or something like that. It becomes but, a chore instead of something you had exactly. Yeah, especially when you then when you got kids, you're just, you're, you're wrangling them, and they're they're exhausted, and everyone's yeah, you just kind of. Uh, defeats the purpose a little bit but no it was really good um so you know ate, ate lots of food lots of leftovers all that good stuff lots of treats my my wife did a lot of baking this year uh kind of the week before leading or leading up to christmas so um, uh, Jordan. <laughs> oh gosh I, yeah, man i i had so i probably had more like pastries than like meat and like potatoes and stuff this year <laughs> like that's how bad it was she made she made like biscotti almond cookies like ginger snap kind of cookies and i was just like oh i'm just in heaven with all this stuff but um, yeah, it was really good. Um, I don't think I got any real video game stuff uh, as uh, either. I, I, I gave a couple of Switch games to my son. I got him um, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu Edition um, and Lego Star Wars, the, the recent one that came out. Uh, we haven't had a chance to try those yet. Um, I also got him the, the Mario Lego starter set. So I'm excited to build that with him and, and, and give that a go. Um, it's really just been kind of setting up like kids toys. Like I, my youngest is really into hot wheels. So I got him the, um, uh, ultimate garage, which is basically this, this huge tower structure that has like a, uh, a dinosaur in the middle and you lift up the cars to the top with the elevator and the dinosaur comes up as well. 
and then the car's going to drop off the top of the elevator and go around this tower and the dinosaurs like coming down the middle at the same time and you got to have the cars try to go through the tracks without getting eaten by the dinosaurs so it's that's so funny awesome. and the kids are like oh, they they have, they want the dinosaur to eat the cars right because that's fun so they get frustrated when the dinosaur just gets to the bottom and the cars have escaped they don't they don't like that part they they want to see the cars uh, go in his big mouth uh, his big yap so uh it's just yeah it's been kind of just setting up toys of them playing with them um I've, I've been playing some stuff on my own but yeah not not a ton of video games and it's the same thing alex mentioned too like just if you want a game, you're either going to get it or you're going to be reviewing it or get a code for it or something. So yep. <laughs> it's just not, not a lot to pick up at that point anymore. So yes, sir. Uh, it's, it, it, it's tough. And it, it, maybe it's, maybe it's good for like the family because video games are pretty expensive now, but um, yeah, it, it was, it was a good Christmas all around for sure. Ooh, we pick yeah. Well, it's good to hear everyone had a good Christmas. Oh yeah. And especially Jerry who had quite possibly the best Christmas of all time. Of all time. It's going to be the best Christmas when we finally see a video of Jerry on this thing, just just oh, you know, can, doing yeah. doing circles around his family and uh, going up and down the hill or something. I, I got to see that. That's good. I will if send we're you lucky video. by next Christmas. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I believe I was the first one to post mine. So, yeah, but you still haven't posted those twenty twenty one pictures. Yes, I did. Nope. Yes, I did. You can't prove I didn't. Oh, I'll I'll get. I'll need an itemized. I'll I'll need an itemized. Yeah, log list of the Discord discussions of the past year. Well, I think once you leave the Discord, all your messages are uh, valmoosed. So there, there went the. uh, See, you can't prove anything. Mm -hmm. Jerry's a big old pickle and left the Discord by accident. His own Discord. What a pickle! Trying to get away from Balix. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) he's everywhere. Yes, but sir. speaking of trying to get away from Balix, we have a lot of games that we're going to do in quick bite form. Otherwise, we won't be able to talk about all of them. So uh, let's do some. I have a, I have a couple to talk about. Everyone has a couple to talk about. Mm-hmm. So let's just go e- each one through each, and then we'll do it in a round. Let's do it like that sense. Wait, 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 Perry. Counterpoint. What if we make it not quick bites? So Casey has to put in eight different songs. <laughs> I, if you it, want, <laughs> well, the yeah, way you guys do care. quick bites, they'll be warranted songs anyhow. I'm, I'm just kidding. We can. That's we, good one. I like. Casey, it. can you compare like Crystal Chronicles and Crisis Core together? Because you made that mistake. Can you talk about both? Yeah, yeah. Do a adjust a position. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Nailed it. Yeah. All right. One's I'm not very about... good, and one's actually pretty fun. And there you go. We're all done. Yep. All right. Are, are, are we doing quick bites? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I'll, we'll do. We'll do them quickly. How about that? We'll just do them quickly. Okay. Okay. My first game. I'm going to talk about my first game. Is pick rocks, pick rocks. <laughs> go, <laughs> go pick rocks. It's it's almost pick rock. It's uh, it could be Jerry's still drunk on hol- uh, on Christmas still. So it's called Picross X. Pickbix versus Usboros. <laughs> Now, let me say this. Stupid title. Very stupid title. Um, but very cool, interesting game. So, yes. So, this is the new Picross game made by Jupiter. This was released a couple weeks ago, very surprisingly. Um, I, I got it right before we recorded last week, and I, I just didn't I didn't talk about it. But um, this is a, a Picross 
game. It's funny. It's pick cross cross the pick. What was it called? Pick? Is it called Pick Bits? Yeah, Pick Bits. The, do you guys remember that DSiWare game? PictoBits. PictoBits. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking. Yeah. It, it, I don't know why it's called Pick Bits in this. If it's it was PictoBits. That's what I was. I was yeah. Too long of a name. They're trying to save some space. That's right. I don't know why they didn't just call it Picross X PictoBits. That's what they should have called it. It's so weird. But this is so weird. Do you guys know anything about this game? Nope. Uh, nope. Okay. Nope. So this is such a weird, cool. This is like the most um, uh, uh, expansive, uh, experiential game that Jupiter's made to my to, like to my knowledge with Pit Cross for sure. Um, it's taking it in a very different direction where it's almost like an RPG in a way mm. fused with the. It's all about basically about uh, quickness. It's not about. It's it's all it's like the opposite of of Pick Two E. It's like it's it's all about quickness. So all of them that I've played so far are just five by fives, and you want to do them as fast as possible. And then you get like these rewards, and you'll get these add-ons that you level up uh, that then give you bonuses. So you'll like just like in a RPG way, like you'll get like this add-on that like give it like literally gives you bonus points, and it's like okay, like. Like if I got ten thousand in this round, if I have this add-on, that then it it's, it gives me whatever twelve thousand. You know, it gives me another two two thousand bonus points. But then you can level the more you play, the more you level up, and then that bonus gets more. And so you can go back to earlier ones and three star things because you can get more. And that's just one thing. But there's also other there's also other bonuses you can get when you play. But it takes this, it takes Picross and and just you know just turns it on its head. And makes it so that it's this uh, fast-paced game where, and like, there's like this weird thing where at the end of it, like, you do like, like you're on a timer, and you see how many of these five by five pit crosses you can do, and then at the end, like, depending on how you did, you fight the Uz Uzboros, Uzboros, so stupid, Uzboros, uh, the monster thing that you can then. Um, like like you're like attacking it almost like pikmin style like you'd sing how, how like how much can you attack it and try to beat it it's just weird but to make things even weirder you can purchase skins with real money from the eShop as dlc in this game and Pick i believe this, skins yes <laughs> yes so like in like the first one and then so there's stuff you can buy with in-game currency that you can just earn and then there's stuff you can buy with real currency and it's like 80 cents for like a pick cross skin to ch- it's so weird. So this so is how just, many did you buy? I bought all of them. No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't buy. I have no interest in that at all. But I just found it so so weird. But I I really like this concept, and the menu system is like amazing. Like it's just so highly produced and stuff. Very interesting take on on the Picross formula. Um, I'd recommend it. I don't know if I like it more. But it's a fun. It's fun that it's out there. It's fun. It's exciting for sure. A lot more exciting than other pit cross games. But it's a lot different. It, but it's really cool, and it's touchscreen compatible too. It's. It almost feels like a phone game. Almost like, like, but it wouldn't be good on a phone. It's just weird. But you can play it with both both styles. So, uh, with with controls or on the touchscreen. But if you like pit cross and you like, if you're like if you like doing fast pit cross especially, which I do. It's a it's a it's a good game to pick up. So there you go. Very good. Yep, there you go. Sweet. All right, Alex. Sure. 
What do you uh, okay. I'll, um, this is the one I'm going to talk about not as a quick bite, and that is Sports Story. Sports Story. This is the new RPG from yep, Makers sports. of Golf Story. From the makers of Golf Story, and sort of the pitch for this one is that while well, the last one was sort of an indie take on the old GBA Mario Tennis Mario Golf uh, games, which had like sort of their RPG story mode, Golf Story was a much beloved um, sort of take on that. Uh, I never played Golf Story, but I was interested in the idea of a sequel to this much beloved. Uh, Mario Golf RPG, sort of with uh, all the sales and all all the love, seeing what they would do with a sequel. So I, I was I was I was pretty interested when this was shadow dropped, kind of shadow dropped, uh, on the House of Indies five day indie drops that happened last week. It was sort of the the capper. Yeah, that was uh, weird. It was weird because they didn't promote it. I, I thought it was a great idea exactly. because instead of doing like an indie world direct they had five five minute ish videos where they had like three indie reveals or four indie reveals each like one day melatonin was shadow dropped which is like a new rhythm heaven style game um one i i played another one sale fourth i'll talk about a little later but the very last one was a sports story the last game on the last episode of this sort of series which has been was announced like i think three four years ago at this point and um it's like hey available now um although on the last month in the world um they said it was coming out in december that was weird right like in november for this game to show up again and then get the december release window without a date you know you, you don't normally get like a month before it's coming out you don't get the actual exact date i, I don't know why that was it, it made me feel a little bit nervous about the game you know like maybe they were, were planning to delay it again or something but well, my uh, my viewpoint is that I'm guessing they knew it was getting announced here. Yeah, um, yeah that could be. Because uh, this thing feels unfinished as heck. Like, it's outrageous that uh, this was put out. And the only way I can imagine, the only reason I can imagine it was put out in the state it was in is uh, because of some marketing arrangement with Nintendo months ago. Like, it feels like it needs two or three uh, more months in the oven to, to make stuff run better, make stuff work better. Anyways, I'll, I'll tell you what this Sounds is. Sounds on so par with Nintendo's recent releases. Yeah, but this is an indie game, so it's, it's a little different. <laughs> uh, this is a top-down 2D pixel art um, RPG that takes place in this resort. It's a direct sequel to... Uh, the original golf story. So some characters are going to get introduced and in some sort of world concepts are going to get introduced uh, and there, it's not going to get re-explained. Um, and there's this sort of corporation that has sort of taken everything over, which is a, uh, an Amazon style corporation. So it's like they're buying this golf course. This hotel is branded after them and they seem like they're going to be like the corporation who's going to be like, uh, who's consuming everything and is going to probably be the antagonistic force in this game. I'm only like an hour in, um, though at the moment I, I think that that may be where I stop. And so uh, at the beginning of the game, you're dropped down on a beach 
um, and you're given a bunch of fetch quests um, that that sort of be, seem to be par for the course with with a lot of these Alex's sort favorite of games. Yeah, <laughs> I just remember uh, your Xenoblade hatred of uh, of doing the fetch quests on the boat. Well. Yeah, there were quite a few fetch quests, but this game seems to be all fetch quests so far. Like, it's you'll meet a character, you'll get a little what bit other of flavor. What kind of quest text. is there? Uh, so I'm an hour in, and I haven't even started a match of golf. I've only been introduced to characters. Um, here's this resort. You check into the resort. Um, oh, you got to get licensed for golf, and then you sort of get put onto a world map. And then you go to the mall, you get licensed. Um, oh, but you need a club. So you go to the club store and then you do this little mini game here. And then uh, your, I think it's, it might be your sister or your friend um, is like, oh, do you want to play a round of golf now? And this is one hour into the game. And then you go to the course, the first course, which is um, sort of like a fall autumn looking uh, thing. And then you have to do more fetch quests before you can even play a round of golf. So all I've done an hour into this game is just do fetch quest after fetch quest. That in itself is not, is not damning. I would say, cause it's like, ah, these are, these are story games, whatever. Um, the biggest problem is that it does not run well, despite not looking that great. Um, like it looks like, let's say, a, a game inspired by the GBA era, um, sort of, maybe with a little HD a little more detail. It's, it's got an indie vibe to it. I'm guessing if you played golf story, it probably looks pretty similar. Um, but there's this like frame skipping or hitching that happens when you scroll the screen as your character walks around in these like 2d RPG yeah. environments that like I get motion sick in games very easily. And I did not feel good after 45 minutes of just. Yeah. It's annoying. Hitching. Um, also, like the they're like little uh, single shot frames of like stuff loading in. Um, other users, I, I went to the Metacritic user reviews to see if it was just me or if um, other people were having a negative experience, and they were talking about like game freezing, game breaking bugs, which I haven't experienced, but worth saying that's what some people have experienced. Um, your character also moves very slow, and you have to hold the B button to run at all times to go from like way way too slow to only slightly too slow um which i i they're not being an auto run in a modern 2d jrpg i find kind of frustrating um also like the text scroll scrolls really slowly and the the text dialogue isn't very edited very well edited like nothing's explained very well either the world you're in or what you're supposed to be doing or to set up any kind of stakes. Um, there, the, there have been some mini games, some golf, like mini games that I've played so far, not very well explained. So I've, I've kind of had to figure it out myself. And, um, I just, I think it just needs more time. People were saying that they were seeing some typos. Um, and I think sidebar games, who is, I believe the developer of this, let me type them in. Yeah, I think that's right. So, Sidebar Games, I think they said that they were working on some updates for this. Oh, yep, December 24th. We have a patch underway to fix some issues that have been reported. If you have any issues, please send to our email with bug report and the title should be ready soon. Like, it's it's just, it's very sloppy. 
which is kind of surprising given that the original golf story, even if I didn't play it, was like one of the standout Switch uh, indie games, and it still is to this day. Um, and is actually still Switch exclusive. Uh, neither of these games are on PC. Um, so interesting, yeah. I want to wait. A big push from Nintendo, you know. Yep, I want to wait to see if a patch comes out because I don't, I don't want to swear anything off from one hour of just introductory text. Like, uh, but in its current state, like it feels sloppy, it feels unfinished, and um, it, it's like. I, I, yeah, yeah. And then I, I, um, I know we're going to talk about this at some point, maybe not today, but, um, soccer story, a similar sort of RPG came out a few weeks ago, um, which a lot of people in, in reviews have sort of like not derided, but are like, ah, this is like, this is an okay one of these, but it's nothing like golf story. I, I picked up soccer story. Soccer story is, is a marvel in comparison to, uh, my experience here um oh okay like it looks great the the writing seems fairly clean still seems like there's a, there's quite a few fetch quests but uh i'm sure when when we check out more soccer story we can yeah talk let's talk soccer story weeks. next week yeah i've put but, some time into that too but uh yeah sports story i, mean, I don't want to say definitely don't get it but i do want to say i hope it's good eventually but it's it's it feels like it wasn't ready for release is sort of my uh, final word on it for now. Like yeah, we need to play I mean, the prices right. Yeah, that that's pretty pretty much how I, uh, the sentiments I've seen expressed online and Alex's as well. That that sound effect probably applies uh, most here. I, I I downloaded the game uh, either the the day or the day after it got uh, got released, and I've, I haven't started it yet for for that reason that I saw that there is an update coming or a patch coming. So I'm going to wait for that and see because what I've what I've seen online just like glitches and things not working and people talking about losing progress uh you know 20 minutes two hours of progress something like that Ugh, um yeah. i know there's an oh, auto save but worst. if it's not kicking in all the time like losing hours of progress playing this game would be very very frustrating so uh i i do hope that it will eventually live up to the original game which i really i played through the whole thing when it came out really enjoyed that um and i've been looking forward to this one for such a long time and it's a shame that it does seem that it's kind of been rushed out the door uh, but if this is the only game that they're working on, hopefully uh, maybe they maybe have more more time and resources to put towards uh, fixing it. Yeah. Bummer. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that stinks. Speaking of bummer and it stinks, Casey, what do you have? That's me. Got yep. him. Got him. So, uh, yeah, I've got a couple quick bites, but I guess I'll start with the one that has a little bit more substance since that seems to be what we're going with. And, yeah, uh, I got Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. Uh, which is a remake of a PSP game, I believe. What version? Uh, for the PS5. Um, but we're we'll be talking about the actual game. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I haven't seen any negative things online about it for the switch but i haven't really honestly i guess followed it all that much it run it runs well on switch so we did the review and uh we got a ps5 code and a switch code so we were able to look at both um i I played mostly on ps5 
Uh, that's where my review. And then we, I, John and I kind of tag teamed it. So, uh, yeah, no, the performance, uh, pretty steady 30 on switch, uh, and the resolution pretty good too, handheld and, and docked. So yeah, it, it, whether, whether you're playing it on switch or PS5, I think you're getting a, uh, a good experience either way. Sweet. Okay. Yep. So this is a remake of, uh, like the, um, like I said, PSP game where you could definitely tell that right in the structure of how the game is. Um, you are playing as Zack which is, you know, if you've played Final Fantasy VII, um, you know, he's in it a bit. He's, it's The original is very cloudy on how, thing, but it, on how things uh, sort of play out with Zack and, and like Cloud sort of mixing one. up the memories and whatnot. Uh, so this actually takes place leading up to the events of uh, Final Fantasy VII proper. And you were playing as Zack, uh, a, you know, a soldier operative uh, for Shinra, and, you know, it's cool because you are actually, you know, really you're interacting with Sephiroth and, you know, talking to him. And, you know, obviously he's built up to be this big, bad mofo in uh, Final Fantasy VII. But here you sort of see a different side of him, just sort of like, you know, seeing how he interacts with his friends and, and other people uh, before he sort of goes off the deep end, I guess. But... um you know, I, I've played, I think, like three hours. I don't think it's this very long game. I think it's only probably 10 to 12-ish. Yeah, that's about right. So There's a lot of side content to do. So if you, if you oh, yeah. do the side content, it's dozens of hours, even more than that. But the main story, yeah, 10 to 12. Yeah, so the main story seems to be like, hey, you get dropped off. Like, hey, you're going on a mission. Uh, you get dropped off in an area and, like, you know, you have, like, uh, somebody there with you. At least I have uh, up to this point. And, like, it's sort of, hey, go out and do this thing, and then you'll, like, meet back up with that person. Um, it's an action RPG, so you'll, you know, you'll be running around, and then it's like, boom, you're in a conflict, and you're fighting uh, just, so far, just me fighting enemies, and you have, um, you know, magic points and, like, attack points, and you have, you know, materia, so, you know, you could do your, your standard magic fare, but then you also have sort of, like, different slashes that take abilities, and then you could like sort of mix and match materia to make like a like blizzard like snow or blizzard sword attacks, right? Or like a fire sword attack. Um, so it's fun to mix and match those as you find different materia. And then they have this weird thing, um, Jordan. You might know the actual name, like the little mm -hmm. roulette wheel. Yeah, it's the um, digital mind wave. I think DM. Yeah, DMW, DM, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So essentially, that thing rolls as you're battling. And like, I guess it's random how it how it lands. Yes. And like, you get different buffs. So sometimes it'll be like, hey, like, you won't use any MP, so you could just spam, you know, spam your magic attacks, or like unlimited AP, so you could spam your physical attacks. Um, sometimes you'll get a summon, so you know you could summon Ifrit or you know some big bad dude to come in and do some work. Um, you also get what else is there? Uh, I guess different limit breaks and and it's cool right each character in Final Fantasy 7 has like their own limit break uh where here this is sort of like in the roulette wheel if a certain character comes up you do a limit break that's sort of like akin to them so I just met Aerith and like I got like her limit break which is like a healing ability um you know and then you get like the octus octo slash or whatever um so that sort of random element is sort of cool but none of the battles are really particularly too long. Um, some of the boss battles, right, they definitely have a little bit more health. But even still, it's definitely, you could feel the, the structure 
that it was made for um, a handheld, right? So you could get in and out pretty quick. Um, and then, like Jordan was saying, you've got these missions that you can access from any save point, um, and you unlock more missions as you go, and they're really quick. It's like you get in there, and it's like, oh, go fight like two packs of enemies and kill a guy, mission complete. And then you'll unlock some materia or some items or this, that, or the other thing. And and like Jordan said, like there's just tons of them. Mm -hmm. And by doing them, you keep unlocking more and more. Um, so it definitely seems like, yeah, there's a lot of content here if you really want to, you know, sort of dive deep into the other missions. So far, like I've been doing some missions here and there and then, you know, sticking to the main story. I don't know how uh, necessary they'll be. You know, if you'll run into a point where it's like, oh man, I'm getting my butt kicked let me go do a couple missions, get some experience, get some materia that that'll make me stronger. Um, but so far I haven't had that issue, but I have been doing some missions here and there, but like I said, they're very, they're very quick and like, it's almost more, it's not like the load times are terrible or anything, but like they're a little bit of load time where like, Oh, you got to go, go to the mission. All right. I'll send you there. All right. Mission start. All right. You've finished the mission in like a couple minutes and then it's like, then get you bounce back out. So I, it would be cool if there was a little more snappy where you could really just rattle off a bunch of missions uh, without much downtime. But it's like I said, it's not so bad. Um, I mean, the missions the missions are so short that if yeah, it feels like there's a lot of little load screens, and there are, but but they're all they're all short. But I guess kind of combined, it does feel like you're almost spending more time getting into the mission and out of it as opposed to actually doing it, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, yeah, for sure. Because like, yeah, there'll be a little one before and a little one after, and then there'll be another little one before the next one. So it's like little load screen, quick mission, load screen, load screen, quick mission, load screen, and like I said, like, like they're really not long, but it's just that the missions are so short. Yeah, it sort of accumulates, yeah, and it feels up. like you're almost like maybe like seventy five or maybe like seventy thirty, you know, mission to load screens, you know, like. Mm -hmm. And it's again, it doesn't feel awful, but it, it just doesn't make me really want to like rattle through like 10 missions real quick where it'd be like, oh, I'll do a couple and then I'll just get back into the main mission. But um, so far, I've been enjoying it. I've been enjoying uh, the, the character interaction. Um, and honestly, like some of the cutscenes are just super cool. Uh, like like there's one where you see Sethroth fighting um, and it's like, oh, my God, like that is so cool. And. And like I said, for me so far, what I'm enjoying most is Zach is growing on me. Like, like it's it's so funny because Cloud is such like a Debbie Downer, you know, like, you know, he's too cool, this, that, he can't deal with anything. And like, then you see Zach interact with Aerith and you're like, oh my God, he's like, it's just like night and day from Cloud. Um, and it's sort of, sort of cool to see that. And, uh, and yeah, Sephiroth as like a human, like a normal person, right, is, is cool to see. After, you know, playing through seven, they build him up to be such a bad... And he is a bad guy, no doubt. But to see, like, the other side, um, I'm really enjoying that so far. So, yeah, I've been enjoying my time and, and going to keep on chipping away at it. Cool. I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it because I, I keep looking at this because um, it's been... It launched 50 bucks and it's been going down to 40 I generally on in, like, a few sales. So I'm I'm thinking about it. I think I'm gonna wait for about thirty dollars uh, before I I uh, hit it. But I, I really enjoyed uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake, and this this seems like a nice uh, breezy, you know, palate cleanser until we get the 
you know, the two giant Final Fantasies, presumably mm. in the next 12 months. Yeah, I, I think um, I think Caitlin said, because she likes to go to GameStop because they're always really friendly to her. Um, and she's like, actually, I went to Walmart because it was like $15 cheaper. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm guessing she must have gotten it for like 35 ish So yeah, t- keep your eye out. I, it seems like it'll be on, on a game that you get on sale. Or if you really were like actually jonesing for it relatively soon, I bet you could probably go to like Reddit or eBay or something and get a used copy for sort of cheapish sure i could see them pushing it more next year in the lead up to um part two of the remake as well ray like because this is kind of it's that background story that people are maybe want to fill in before they hop into the next part almost like a refresher a little bit Mm -hmm. yeah Hmm. all right so i guess that i guess that's me then uh yeah go for it man yeah let's do it uh so alex mentioned my game earlier uh when he was just before he started talking about sports story uh melatonin is the game i want to chat about Um, it was, yeah, it was released during the kind of holiday indie thing that happened, the lead up to uh, to Christmas. They did that five day thing. Uh, Melatonin was the shadow drop kind of in the middle of the week, maybe uh, the third or fourth day there. Uh, so we got a code for it. So I, so I snagged that. Um, and I mean, gosh, I, there's really no sugarcoating it. it. It's rhythm heaven. Like it, it's rhythm heaven, but with a, you know, a different aesthetic and, you know, a very, you know, uh, lo-fi soundtrack i i love lo-fi like i listen to it a lot so it really it struck a chord with me but um, yeah melatonin is really really fun uh people that like rhythm heaven i can't imagine you not liking this game um it's got some nice accessibility options to make it uh, more approachable for folks too uh you can kind of make it a little bit harder or easier uh depending on um uh, your preference there so that's good uh it's got a very kind of uh and it makes sense. It's kind of about a, a fellow who's having these dreams and the dreams um, kind of play out as the stages that you go through for each of the each of the songs, I guess. Uh, so the beginning, like you'll have a set of four dreams that, uh, and you kind of walk around this little dream world and you visit the stages. Uh, you can replay them to try to get different star rankings or uh, you, you can up the difficulty, which usually changes up the pace, makes it a little bit faster, uh, which uh, makes it trickier, obviously. Um I think there's about 20 stages in total. Um, they're all they're all quite good, quite memorable. I like them a lot. Uh, the first one you you go to your the guy is sitting in a chair, uh, and you've got uh, from the on the left side of the screen on the right side of the screen you've got like hamburger boxes, pizza boxes, kind of throwing food at you, and you have to time your mouth opening to catch the food in there. Uh, you time that to the to the rhythm. Um, it has both a kind of a visual component and uh, an audio component. Like you can, you can kind of tell when to press the button uh, based on what you see, but also if you're for more of them, you want to be listening to the, the specific rhythm, the specific beats of the music, uh, and then knowing when to press the button, uh, I, I guess, to, to follow those beats. Uh, my, one of my favorite stages, and I, I think one of the, with the catchiest music is one where you, it's like a social media one where you're, you've got your phone in the middle of the screen and you're kind of swiping left or swiping right to the, to the music. It's, it's very cute, very <laughs> catchy. Um, and it does the same thing that rhythm heaven does where after like three or four stages, you play like a, a mashup of, of the, of those four stages that you completed, uh, with it, with a whole new song, but kind of using some of the same mechanics that you, you've already learned from the previous four. Uh, you you have to achieve uh, two stars out of three in order to 
move on from the mashup stage. But in the previous four stages, you just need a total of eight. So you might really master two of them and get three stars. Uh, but then maybe the other two you're not so good at. You just get one star in each of those. And obviously you can retry it as many times as you like uh, to, to get the eight eight stars minimum you need. Um, and then the, yeah, again, you play on a harder mode. You can get these rings or you can go for a perfect score if you want to. Um, there's nothing really to unlock uh, through it, but I, I think the game is just fun enough on its own. The music's really good. Uh, especially if you like lo-fi and um, yeah, the, the cart is going to kind of cartoon aesthetic that works really well for that type of game as well. Um, the, the presentation, the UI, everything's really slick. Uh, the controls very easily just uses you either using a button, the L or R um, bumpers, not triggers. Uh, and those are the only three buttons you need to do. So it's easy to play uh, handheld, especially. Um, but yeah, I don't, you guys did, did you check out melatonin? It, I believe it released on PC uh, maybe a couple months ago. Uh, and just now came to switch um it, it so it came out a couple days ago everywhere or okay. like a week ago maybe on pc and then shadow dropped as part of a five-day thing on gotcha. switch and gotcha. I, I played okay, the um i played the steam demo when when it came out with the next fest and, right and it was it was really fun and i i look forward to playing it i just I, I it would be irresponsible for me to put another code on my plate right now. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, for sure, this seems good enough for when it goes on sale for ten bucks to just get it with yeah. in part with some gold coins. I was gonna say it would be really irresponsible of you, Alex. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think if you like the demo, Alex, I think you'll dig the whole thing. It's just it's just more sure. of the same. It, it has a nice kind of gentle difficulty curve as well. And it, there's just some stages where like what it's throwing at you, but just might not be how your brain works. And so you might tweak the options to make it a little bit easier. Like you might, um, you can include the kind of re the target reticle on the screen, which it makes things easier if you're, if you're not super comfortable with the level. Uh, or again, you can wrap up the difficulty if you want to, too. So it's got some nice ways of adjusting the experience uh, for different folks. So I'd love to see stuff like that, too. Mm, okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's funny. Um, definitely interested in this game, like for sure. Uh, you know, I'm... Probably the biggest Rhythm Heaven fan here. Yeah, I'm yeah, I was gonna say. You love a good Rhythm Heaven. But the thing that uh, pushes yeah. me, that makes me not like just want to get it right now, is and this is it, it, is the the kind of the the Western influence uh, that it seems to have, uh, rather than like the, the the wacky Japanese influence. Yeah, um, which is, is silly. I don't know, but I don't know. I I love the Nintendo WarioWare esque ness of Jerry the, hates Westerners. That's exactly right. I hate everything. Yes, exactly. West. I hate I everything think, West. Perry, I think you'll see that wackiness in the different dreams that you go through. Like they are quite funny and entertaining to see. Like one is you're stuck at like a desk job and you've got work coming from the left and the right, but the screen is scrolling kind of diagonally f up and down as well and then sometimes it zooms in and out like it does a lot of cool visual things that that make it feel kind of quirky and charming like rhythm heaven is obviously it's different you know those, those rhythm heaven the games are so colorful and they're 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 less realistic you know, not 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 necessarily visually but just in terms of like what you're actually doing uh th th this is more like real world stuff but it does kind of strike a chord like there, there's one particular stage where it's about like uh the path i think the theme is the past and you're literally like burning photographs of the past you're flicking a lighter off and on and that's the that's the rhythm or that's the that's the event that's kind of taking place through the rhythm uh action i guess uh and it it it, it felt really 
not cathartic, but like maybe cathartic for the person doing it. You know, like I, I can I can see this realistic thing that someone would do and to turn it into a, a rhythm game just felt really interesting to me. I hadn't really seen something like that before. So mm. I think it I think it's trying to distinguish itself from Rhythm Heaven, right? Because it doesn't want yeah. to just be reduced to another one of those. Uh, yep, so I think I think it. it gives it a uniqueness and identity. And I, I can understand why it might not drive with everybody. But uh, I'd say kudos to them for just making sure it's it's a different product, you know. Sure. Yeah. Sounds cool. Yeah. Give it a look. Very good. Um. Does that loop us back around to Perry? Sure does. Give it a loop. That's right. Um. So obviously, I've been playing Mario and Rabbids. I'm still working through that. I'm loving it. Jordan, you play that game? Uh. Yeah. A little it? bit. A little bit. I I I reviewed it. I I think it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah that's what I thought. I was like, yeah, yeah you reviewed it, right? Yeah. yeah. It's it's awesome. I loved it. What you What you give it? Uh, I think I give it a nine. Good. That's yeah. a good. That's yeah. a good score. It, it, it's a fantastic game. That, that's yeah. that's a really. I was literally just playing recommend. it right now while while you were blabbering on about something. But um, beautiful. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes, I have been playing uh uh this little game called The Outbound Ghost. Um, this is a uh, Paper Mario-esque RPG. It's obviously that uh, tr- they're trying to go for that. It is an RPG with, you know, with uh, turn-based battles with action commands. Um, and uh, everything is made out of paper. Well, it's everything. All the characters are papery. Really cool art style for the characters. That's kind of the, the thing that jumped out to me the most about this game. Uh, I remember this game when it came out on the Kickstarter um like I remember seeing it, uh, and it, that was the coolest thing about it, right? Was the art style was really cool, and obviously I love Paper Mario, and kind of like melatonin with Rhythm Heaven, you know, it's like people want more of it, so they're making it, you know. That's and it. Yeah. Um, ha- has have any of you guys seen this game before? Um, I no, heard I... about the controversy that was behind it. Yes, me too. Uh, but that's that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I won't be speaking about the controversy. Uh, <laughs> What's the controversy? as one of the key parties? Yeah, <laughs> Perry, uh, Perry, you've got the floor for twenty minutes if you want to go through the what, what's happening with. This. I don't <laughs> even really this know. Game. <laughs> there, there's a bunch. There's a bunch behind it, but it was disagreements, I think, between the developer and the publisher, if I remember right. Yeah, yeah, um, but but yeah, I'm yeah, and so I won't have that. If I mean, w- yeah. Who knows? But uh, yeah, the Switch. But I no. will. No, sorry. <laughs> I will say. So I'll, I'll just get to the. I'll get right into the thick of it. Um, there's definitely problems with the game, uh, and there and there's definitely uh, some good for the game as well. Um, the the battles are great. Like the the action commands, that that concept, the paper. I think that is one of the most underused things in video games is action commands. I think that like the Mario and Luigi the super mario rpg and the you know and the paper mario those are so much fun and that's to me is that is my like my jam it's my paper jam it's my mario and luigi paper jam uh i i love i love those and so and that and that i have this in this game now funnily enough i think that they introduced they have another like an ether what what is that word a e t h e r ether yeah ether but but it's spelled so is that ether and then there's ether? I've I've heard 
that that word with an A pronounced aether. Uh, I think you can call yeah, it ether too. Whatever. But whatever. You're a what monster if you call it aether. I don't even know what it is. I don't even know what is what is it. What's ether? What is it? I feel like it it depended on the game. Okay. It's like the oh, this the like spirit realm in a way. Like the it's just like into the atmosphere, okay. right? Because I've heard like there's something. Is it people like that that expression? Like there's like there's something in the ether or something like that's yeah. an expression, yeah. right? Anyway, it's kind of just whatever. like the the spiritual so, atmosphere or something like that. Yeah. There is this system in the game where you can choose to like when it's a battle, you can choose to um, use instead of instead of uh, instead of attack you can use your ether system and it kind of does defense and then it gives you two attacks on the next hit um and that's kind of you know the more or less of it and you know it's there and it it works and everything and i i kind of i played for about an hour and i got to a point where like the i didn't know what was going on where i was losing there was something about what i was doing i was facing these poisonous things and it was just killing me and i didn't know what it was um, and I was trying to, and I, resp- I restarted again and did the same thing. It didn't really tell me. So I was just like, ugh. Like, I just, it's just, unfortunately, the game design is is kind of a mess. Um, the way that, like, you know, it runs, it doesn't run that well. It, it You know, it's it, it also has, like, for instance, like, when you're in battles, like, the, the text is really blurry, like, on the menus. Like, you can almost, you can, you can barely read them. And, um... And it's funny because you'll go into a room and the frame rate shoots up. It's like, oh, this is nice, you know, and then I and then when you're out in the world, it's it's it's, you know, like 25 or 30, you know, ish or or I don't know. It's it's less. And that's fine, though. Honestly, it the 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 way like it's it's subpar, but it's totally workable and it it doesn't destroy the game for me. What does, though, is the just the overall game. It doesn't have the impact of a paper Mario. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, the writing is, it it tries to be there and, and there's some story about, you know, you're, you're trying to figure out this mystery of these, you know, some sort of a, like this town that's why they died or something. I don't even know, but there's lots of characters and lots of stuff going on and you're kind of just thrown into it and you don't really know why. Um, And, you know, it just, whatever, you could probably read into it. It's a little, little more, but I, I am always in it for the gameplay. And anyway, there's just some things that like, like when you go into some bushes, this like vignette goes around you and the, and the, and the, the music gets really quiet and like, it kind of sounds like you're going underwater. It kind of goes like, like you're hiding. Like that's like the trying to simulate. And there's not really a reason to do that. At least the beginning and every single time you go into tall grass or bushes, it does this. So you'd be walking, you know, and it'll be and it'll go and like every time you're just trying to pass through and there's something about it that just jives wrong with me when playing it just it's off where it's almost like i don't even want to go near the bu- near these tall grass because near the stay away it, from the bush it just, because it, yeah because it feels weird like it just doesn't feel right and there's no reason to hide from these enemies because the only thing i can do is charge into them anyway i'm gonna face them anyway um it's just kind of a weird, bizarre thing, and the and you know the character design is really good in the game, but like the rest of like the the environmental design, it just doesn't look that nice on the Switch. I saw, I, I looked it up, and I saw screenshots from Steam. Wow, what a difference! It looks completely different. It has a really cool, unique look, but it just looks really, really kind of pared down on the Switch. So, um, 
you know, I, I would say that it, it probably, you know, could be probably needs, you know, more development time. It, it does seem a little, un, it just seems undercooked. But I think that like there's so much good that could be in the game that I think the game needs to be pruned. Because mm-hmm. and, and it throws a lot at you at the beginning. The entrance of the game throws a lot where they explain every single thing in the battle. I was lost. They explain every single... There's like six menu items. They explain it all on the first battle. Like, I don't know what this... Oh, what am I doing? What am I... You know, I, I guess I, I do the rhythm button and I do this and then I beat them. It's like, okay. So, you know, I, I could see how Nintendo is really... If you play the original Paper Mario, you don't even... You don't even get the timed button presses until like an hour in and then after that you don't even get the dodge you don't even get to dodge the the enemy's attacks um until like an hour after that or something so they really cautiously rolled that out and then they go further but i think that this game could have used as a slower roll in but um i think it could be good but you know that's it so it's you know it doesn't run really good on switch but i don't think that's the reason why it's a bad game i i think it's more in the fundamental game design so there we go. A lot of um, there have been a lot of like in the last month or two, like long awaited indies that have been taking like hard swings and missing mm-hmm. um, between yeah. that and sports story. But then there are also been a few games that have come out of nowhere uh, for a lot of people and, and seem to be really good. Like Jordan Absolutely. mentioned melatonin. And then I, I, I played a lot of chained echoes. I still haven't beaten it yes. yet absolutely um but so so there's some great stuff out there just not the stuff you expect i guess <laughs> um yeah exactly yeah and uh, you know it's, it's a shame and, and i know that it's a ton a ton of work and i think it's made by mostly one guy or something you know and uh, unbelievable like it's that's crazy and so i think that i i just hope that I would hope that he could he could turn it around or whatever the development is that they could there's something there it could be really special and cool. So here's hoping, you know, and you know, sure. it's super hard to make games. So <laughs> I, I get it. So anyway. Yep. I uh I, I feel a little bad for Casey because I was joking about making making you put in uh eight songs, but it seems like we're about to get to that point. That's all right. All right. It's bound all to right. happen. I'm probably going to save my game last. for next week anyway. So I I've been play I played a tiny bit of that one too. So we we can we can save we that can one double for team next it week. next week. Yeah, and maybe sure. I'll, I'll pick up the game too and play it. Um, maybe yeah. wait for us to talk about it. You yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe wait for someone named Perry to get it for you as a gift. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's good. It's just I I there's not a I ton know of content in there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's a All good right. gift game that you don't have to pay for. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and it, we'll yeah. talk about it next week, though. We're talking about Mario Strikers. Um, I've been playing another game that was shadow dropped as part of the House of Indies last week, and that is a game called Sail Forth. sequel to this game is called sale fifth <laughs> sale second that's the prequel anyway, or the dlc so or something I, I yeah exactly i've never heard of this game at all uh until it came out you know i didn't hear anything about it and then people were saying it's uh wind waker meets something is that is this the game 
No Man's Sky is sort of okay. what they're saying. Is that what it is? Kind of. Kind of. They're, right. um, you have me intrigued. I think this was announced and released kind of the same day. I'm not positive if that's the case, but but I'm pretty sure a lot of this game, which which it, it's been mostly made by, I think, a few people, maybe a couple people over like five or six years, um, published by the Quantum Astrophysicist Guild. They did a game called Freshly Frosted, uh, which is a really uh, cool puzzle game that came out earlier this year. This is a third person sailing game that you sort of control from the perspective of the boat behind the back um you are dropped in a vast ocean as a captain uh you are given a brief tutorial then you sail up to someone um you sort of exchange some pirate puns and then they're like oh let me join your crew and then they join your crew um and then a lot of the game is sailing around finding treasure um finding materials which are for the most part these planks of wood that you just sort of pick up from either accomplishing little quests or from crashed ships and you use that as currency to outfit your ship uh get additional ships which can sort of do their own thing um you can sort of get new crew members um and it definitely has a wind waker vibe because you're out on the ocean and for the most part you're just sailing um, but as opposed to Wind Waker, where it's fairly simple, uh, even though there's like wind and stuff you have to worry about, uh, the Wind Waker stuff is fairly simple. You have to worry about like your mast direction um, or your sail direction. Uh, so if you're going against the wind, you need to do that most effectively. Um, so you're not just staying in place. There's reverse. And the ship has more of a, a lumbering feel than, let's say, Wind Waker's sort of very polished, very slight Nintendo sort of thing. Um, and right. I, I've played a... Huh? I said right. Like it... Yeah. Probably a little yep. more polished. Yeah. Um, but but it's in, the, in how it's back to basics. This is more focused on the ship. Um, and, I, and instead of being one giant open world, which I think it technically is, um you're instead like you explore a few islands in like a fairly small radius you unlock either a map fragment or you progress sort of the little narrative forward enough that you can open up a map and then teleport to the next sort of group of a few islands and that sort of has like a no man's sky feeling to it because each sort of new area you go to it has a few islands a few things to do um you sort of ride around in your ship a lot of it is also based on the vibe of the environment more than something that's mechanically complex. And then that's, I, I played a lot of No Man's Sky when it came out and it was like a very sort of simplistic survival video game, but the vibe of being in space and just the vastness of space, which sort of was the reason I really enjoyed it. And this is a game where you're, there's a lot of cute writing between uh, the various characters you meet there's a little bit of story, but a lot of it is the pleasantness of uh, sailing out on the ocean, grinding out some supplies, outfitting your ship, and then sort of moving the game forward a little bit that way. So I think it's a it's a pretty good game if you want like a, a slow burn, pick it up for a half hour, an hour at a time. A chip away um, game. 
it's a chip away game, but it's a good chip away game. It's not a chip away game in that like it's really slow or boring or anything in that like it's good, but you have to tolerate it being boring. No, it's 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 just very relaxed and laid back. And I think that's where you kind of have to meet this. Um, it's on. I don't know if it's on everything, but it's definitely on PC. And I think it might be on Xbox as well. Uh, the Switch version runs pretty good, which is impress- impressive because it, it looks really pretty. Like it's got a nice, um, simplistic, cell shaded look to it. Um, and the ocean feels fairly vast. So I'm enjoying it. I think if you saw the trailer when it was announced and you're like, oh, this looks cool. It it's it seems like it's pretty reflective of that game. So is like this it, AI, I mean, it's just, it's just like generated or is it like... I don't know because it, I don't think it's generated because I, uh, you, I'm pretty sure it's not generated. Um, and I'm looking through the, uh, no, I think it's, I think it's, uh, an artisanally designed <laughs> video game is, is my impression. It feels a little bit like, like that, but I think as you get deeper, there's like sea monsters and let's say more, uh, bespoke, experiences than just chilling out and sailing around it's just i'm in the early areas for now but i mm-hmm. i intend to, to play more I, either way uh after about an hour or so i'm enjoying it and i uh I plan to play more nice heck yeah all right well i i guess yeah we went pretty long so i guess uh i know jordan well we can chop off your dragon quest talk and the yeah, we got mexican on the way time. boys there you go there you go. Casey's it gives, it gives us an excuse. It gives us an excuse to have you back, Jordan. Yes, yeah, perfect. That's exactly. right. I like that. And for those who can't wait, there's going to be a Thirsty Mage episode upcoming, I'm pretty sure. So. I, I bet you we'll talk about it there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, please call. don't talk about other podcasts on this podcast. Thank you very much. Three and unprepared men. Yeah, <laughs> three unprepared men. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Musical interlude. Musical interlude. When we come back, it's all about that predictions. And we got predictions, baby. Mm -hmm. And we have, and we got our uh, Alex. Have you prepared our our? uh, He's been talking about it for like four months. Of course he has. Okay, good. It's gonna be (laughs) it's gonna be a lot closer than I thought uh, it was uh, to be. (laughs) But um, I do have the past predictions in the document, so uh, so we can do those first if you want. I would like to do that. Let's do it first. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, th- we'll there. let Alex, since he was so excited, to he, yes. we'll, we'll let him do the 2022 prediction uh, results. So I don't remember what the ranking was for these. Uh, if they if we did a gold, silver, platinum, 
but I do know that we have them in order. So I'll just say yeah. what the predictions were, and then we'll evaluate. Perry said that there would be a new Mario Kart, uh, that Splatoon 3 has two new modes, that Star Fox Zero is going to return in some way. Was that is that about it? Yep. And then Beautiful Joe was going to make some sort of comeback. Was that? Yep. Okay. Isn't that so funny? Splatoon 3 has two new modes. That was the prediction. And I'm pretty sure it, it was exactly two new modes, right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, and new Mario Kart. There is new Mario Kart. So there you go. Is it is it new Mario Kart? Uh, oh, we would have to listen to back to the to the episode, but um, no, let's just go off these. I would say I got two out of four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Casey's predictions were: Pokemon Legends Arceus will stink. Frame rate feels uncooked. He got the wrong Pokemon game. Yeah. Well, yeah. Arceus was still the frame rate still wasn't good. I you said it would today. stink on ice. I, well, I did not put on ice. Where do you see that, bro? Hmm. I, I just, I, I'm just saying. That's a whole other level of stank you don't want, you know? I uh, I played some Arceus today just because I'm sort of trying to refresh myself as we go into Game of the Year stuff. It actually runs really well. I don't know if they updated it or something, but compared to Scarlet and Violet, like, it's it's a pretty pleasant experience, at least uh, now. Um, anyways, Casey said Mario Kart rumblings are real, features other series characters and maps. I mean, you could just move that one forward a year if you want. Uh, nope, I got a Evil, first set, baby. <laughs> Resident Evil Revelations 3. And admitting defeat, Nintendo apologizes for Mario Golf Super Rushed and releases Mario Golf 64 on Nintendo Switch Online. I don't know what that parentheses is because it has nothing to do with Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if not Pikmin 4. I think it would have been a backup uh, prediction. I bet it was. Probably. It was a backup prediction, yeah. It's so random, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember, actually, I, I'm pretty sure that you just you were going to pick from one of the two. And I went And then I think that. you mentioned that, and we probably just noted it down, but yeah. Gotcha, okay. okay. The saddest thing is that there is no Revelations 3, because those games are so dang good. Mm -hmm. They're great. Um, my predictions were Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel will not come out in 2022. Hollow Knight Silk Song will finally be revealed and come out shortly after. It was the second half I didn't get. Mm. Uh, Xenoblade 3 will be released this summer, June 1st to September 30th. And it was what, and August? It was like July something. End of July, I think. I, well, I yep. just played it all through August is what happened then. <laughs> yeah, I think it was like tail end of July. Mm. And um, the next Donkey Kong platformer will be revealed in 2022. Big hopes to 2023. Um. Anyway, and I, I think I got two, because the Xenoblade one and the Zelda one. Um, and then Jordans were multiple Dragon Quest games, mainline or spinoffs, will come to the Switch in 2022. I thought that one was inaccurate at first, but the Dragon Treasure. Quest X uh, offline came out in Japan this and, year. And Treasures. So we did, and we, Treasures, we did so I think get it's two. two. Yeah. That's we a point. That's a point. I'll take That's it. Point. Uh, Let's go, but then there, there's a really... A, Let's go, Jordan. Thank you, thank you. There, there, there's, a, there's a really funny one uh, on the back end of this. But number two, 2017 was an impossibly good year of games, and 2022 is going to be the long-awaited part mm -hmm. two. Breath of the Wild 2 and Odyssey 2 are both coming by the end of the year. Sorry, Perry, no ARM sequel, though. Got that Let's part right. <laughs> no ARM sequel. <laughs> Half a point. <laughs> uh, 
Number three. <laughs> you can just add half points for no arm sequel. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Maybe a tenth of a point, maybe? Well, yeah. Imagine if your prediction was that there was going to be no arm sequel. <laughs> yeah. if, if Jerry said it, but, well, that's a two-pointer. But I forgot yeah. what it was. That light if, Perry, if Perry had predicted arm sequel, I would have just said my second prediction, no arm sequel. Okay, <laughs> I well, hold on. Directly against it. Hold on, though. But we gave Jordan the biggest pass ever that one time. A, a silver <laughs> for the uh, no no mention of the Odyssey yeah, or the Mario, no or Zelda Mario or something. Well, yeah, that's two. two and it, amazingly, they mentioned Zelda anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Color games will be added to Nintendo Switch Online. If I keep predicting it, it'll happen. I can't believe that did come yeah. true. Oh, I know. Gosh. I know. It's crazy. Uh, and then this... This one is the one that hurts the most because I don't think you actually get it. One of Persona 4 Golden or a version of Persona 3 will be announced for Switch <laughs> yeah. by the end of the year. <laughs> and it ended up being it's both. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, what a horrible no, way to lose him. a point. We gotta give him, <laughs> yeah, that's we gotta rough, give him a dude. half point at least. Yeah, we can right. give him, we can He's give up to one. No, well, two. Oh, that'd I'm be at like 1.6 points here, I think, with the, yeah. with the arms. Yeah, 1. yeah, yeah. 1.6. Point, yeah, 1.505. <laughs> no, but but uh, pretty oh, good year. Yeah, pretty good year. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll have a, I'll have an I demand you at the end of the episode. Here we go. Um, okay. Anyways, we should go into what our 2023 predictions are. I'm guessing we should just go. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, Who's the winner then? Um. Well, Alex. If we're doing hat point fives, it would be me because Hollow Knight Silk Song was re-revealed, but it didn't come out shortly after. Uh, but I also got Xenoblade Three and Breath of the Wild sequel, mm-hmm. uh, and you got. Um, Mario Kart. He got Splatoon. You got Splatoon, Splatoon Three um, and Mario Kart. We could give you a half point on probably. Yeah, and I would get uh, a half point for the undercooked, and that's that. I, well, I think a half point for Pokemon, but you chose the wrong Pokemon. You guys gave me that. The okay, Jordan. Last year, this is so stupid. They didn't give me Super Mario Party Two. Oh, they for uh, All Stars, it was, it was Super not Mario, Super Mario was, Party. That's so stupid. Nope. You wouldn't even give me a half point. So no, I mean that's at least half a half point. point. <laughs> uh, like, I'm no, not no, giving you a half point for this crap. Games. No, you said Arceus. No, nope. Not. All right, fine. I'll take my big fat goose egg. I'm cool that, with it. Yep. I'm not a whiner. I, I have no oh, idea if Mario Golf 64 came out. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, it did. Yeah, it's on it's on NSO. Yeah. Oh, cool. It did. All right, so you got they didn't, one. they didn't apologize for Super Rush, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, 1.6 for Jordan. Yeah, I'll take, I'll take it. <laughs> cool. Cool right. runner-up. So for if I got this right, so 2023 predictions, we each got three predictions. One we're positioning as a bronze, one we're positioning as a silver, and one we're positioning as a gold. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Okay. And then don't Sounds we have good. a Hail Mary? Uh, do we have a Hail Mary? I, I think we was, have I thought like, that was the gold, no. but sure. No. Right? I don't have Okay, one. so we're just doing uh, three. Okay, well, your boy came right. prepped with four. All right. I, yeah, I have a couple backups in case you guys don't like any of mine. Um, so I guess we'll just go in order of, uh, one at a time. I think bronzes you'll be able to first. call my, my gold a Hail Mary, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I yeah. Think, let's do the yeah, bronzes. The bronze okay. round. All right. Uh, Jordan, you should go first with your bronze. Sure. Uh, I, I think with a couple of mine, I, I'll need some help maybe with assigning whether it's bronze or silver. You guys can help me out with that. Um, so my bronze is, 
Uh, Nintendo will announce and reveal a new Super Mario Brothers mainline game, either 2D or 3D in 2023. Literally the exact same prediction I had. Mine's still. Let me go first, Alex. For my bronze. For my bronze. One of you need to pick the 3D and one of you need to pick the 2D. That's probably a good call. Uh, and, then, and then we make them both keep them bronze then or still or I don't know. I'm down with that. Do you want to take? I, Which one I, do you want to take, Jordan? Okay. If you, if you, I appreciate giving me 2D is the easy one. Uh, yeah, 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 I think yeah. 2D as well, like just to kind of line up with the movie a little bit. That, that's, that was my thinking. Like, okay, you're doing okay. a movie. You do a new 2D, like kind of classic style game. I'll, I'll go 2D. Yeah. My, my prediction was a mainline uh, Mario platformer this year. So, But I'll go 3D then. Yep. Sure. Sounds good. All right. You want to go, right. Balance? Sure. Uh, the next mainline Nintendo system, so not a pro console but a, a brand new system will be announced in 2023. Okay. I've, yeah, I, I had that as a silver. I think that's, uh, I could see it being a bronze. I, though. I, could, I see could. All right. Announcing... But I didn't make it a switch Two. I just said yeah. Nintendo system and announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. No, just yeah. announced. Yeah. Sure. That's vague. Yep. yep. That works. That works. You just wait till my gold prediction. Yep. All right. Uh, my bronzy, I'm going with that Pikmin 4 is going to release this year, and it's going to release to rave reviews with a 93-plus Metacritic. Wow. Ah, uh, you have a Metacritic wow. one, too. 93-plus Metacritic. 93 or right. better on the Metacritic. I'll, I'll give you that for a bronze. <laughs> Watch. It doesn't release 92. Next year. It's going to be 92. Yeah, 92. Jordan, if you... If you <laughs> yeah, Jordan's tanks. Jordan needs to, re- needs to review it. That's just right, yeah. This game, he'll give it talk an eight, an eight. It's wonderful, but he'll give it like a two. I, I like, yeah. I like the Pikmin games. Like, I, I, I can, I can't imagine not rating it higher. But I also don't think I'll be reviewing. I don't think I'll be reviewing it. But I like the Pikmin series, but I hate Casey even more. Right. So, <laughs> so conflicted, <laughs> so torn. As a, as a reviewer, I'm conflicted. Seven point five. I'll, I'll have to put something in the like, you know, a little note at the end of the review. Like this is. The review brought to you by Spiting Casey of Tucker <laughs> Podcast. I, I mean, yeah. Okay. All right. So is that it for our bronzes? Right. Then? Our bronze are locked. All right. All right. What is, do you uh, got for uh, Silver? Are you writing this down J-Man? somewhere, Alex, or somebody? Uh, I'm writing my own down. Okay. Yeah. My, my keyboard's way too loud. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I've got one. This is specifically directed at Casey. Uh, Octopath 2 will have a higher Metacritic score than Octopath Traveler 1. Well, I mean, Octopath Traveler 1's got like, what, a 3 or like a 40 I think or it's something? 82 or 83. It's, it's I believe there. that. I, I can, yeah, hmm. that seems good. I think, I think it hits. It's and gotta I, be better than the first let, let's go. Let's go even further. Uh, I think it'll be above an 85. So, high, not 85, higher than 85. All right, so an so eighty-six. We'll, we're not doing prices right here. Like, go oh, higher than eighty-five here. Okay, so eighty-six yeah. plus. There it is. Okay, um, got to be better wait, than the first one. Perry, go next then, since you sort of sure. did yours at the same time. Okay, sure. Um, uh, Wind Waker HD Switch. Okay. Boom. It ain't happening. Oh, I, I want it to happen so bad, guys. I it's sort of like I want to I want to play it so it. bad, but it's like I don't want to get it. It's gotta happen. It has to. Yeah, um, I, I could see it happening. 
but that for the yeah. for the holiday, I could see it. I know the the big Zelda games coming up, but it's April. I could see I could see it doing it. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I that, doubt it. I feel I like it's it, such that's a it's good. Over. It's such a good version of the game that I almost I don't even feel it needs to leave the Wii U yet. What? I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's about? crazy. Think I don't know. I just I think it's I think the Wii U's recent enough that it's fine. I can't believe we didn't get those no this one year. Honestly, it. I thought for sure those were coming this year. We didn't really get anything yeah. Zelda this year, right? So that was surprising. You know, I was thinking about today, by the way, uh, Twilight Princess. You know, like when you go to the the Snow Peak, the you know that mm-hmm. that section with the mm-hmm. making the pumpkin or the stew. That is like the yep. best part of the game. It's great. I love it's that. Really what a great section. Anyway, great game. Great game. Great yeah. game. Uh, okay, who's up? Yep, me. Um, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is one of the highest critically rated games of all time with a 97 on Metacritic. Tears of the Kingdom will score at least five points lower, a 92 mm-hmm. or less, as in it'll be great, but not nearly as critically high scored as the first one. Hmm. I I like that a lot. I was I was tinkering with uh, something like that. I think that's true. I don't think there's any way it gets close to 97. Okay, so even 90 91 is really good. My my only my yeah. 97 it's just like yeah, there it's it was my such only a thing Alex is I think yeah. I think that's that's like gonna happen. <laughs> like like I I I'd be so surprised if that exact same thing doesn't happen. So I, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of, I know that it's, it is pretty descriptive. So you have it, it's going to score five points lower. Would would it be an easier sell if I said 91 instead of 92? No, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just okay. like, I, I don't know. It, it's a good one. It's, it's, okay. it's going to happen. Like, okay. I, I, I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Thank I, you. Thank you. So you, what number are you sticking with? Alex? 92, 91, uh, 92 or lower. Okay, so yeah, I think that 92. I mean I'm not even hyped for I mean like I'm not even hyped for Tears of the Kingdom like I, I'm really not like after playing Breath of the Wild, so it's just kind of like I know that's what everyone's gonna ever, they're not gonna have the splash, but I'm hoping that it doesn't. I'm hoping it's a hundred. Alex, I and Casey, do you want to start a Do you guys want to start a Zelda podcast around May? Maybe <laughs> the three of us. Yeah, honestly, any, any interest in that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure Tears of the Kingdom is going to be better than Breath of the Wild. It might not be so. critically better. So. But I think it's going to be better. So I'm, I'm specifically thinking about the critical reception for a couple of reasons. One, it's not going to be surprising anymore, which you could say God of War Ragnarok. But but Sony's marketing push for that game was insane, which I don't think the press access to this game is going to be the same well, as it why, was for God of War. Why are you mentioning God of War? Like, what? what's the... Because God of War God of War is another sequel to a popular game from a few years ago that's uh-huh. like very similar in a lot of ways. And, and how was that scored like a 98. It was oh. it got like a 98 or something it, crazy okay. 96 maybe. But uh, the other thing is, I think even if it's in the subconscious, it'll be cooler this time to have a derivative like a, a, a let's say a negative Nancy opinion yeah. about this game, yes. even if it's an eight instead of a 10. Agreed for sure. It'll be like Breath of the Wild did this first, and we're seeing it again, and it's still great, but it's not the first game to do this. You know, it'll be yeah, something like exactly. that. I feel like that there's gonna be a lot of that sentiment. If maybe. you like Breath of the Wild, you're gonna like this. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. it'll be that. Anyway, cool. Yep, I like it. All right, all right. So I've got two that could fit in here. You guys, I'll say the one. If it's no good, I'll switch to the other. All right. So mm-hmm. my my bra or my silver, I guess I'm gonna say that they will just not say anything about Advance Wars Boot Camp 
and it's just not coming out mm. in 2023. Oh, they're just man. not even going to talk about one. it. That's a really good one. So it's not going to. You don't you... think it'll come out? Wow. No, they're just not even going to talk about it. They're not even going to yeah. say anything. So no, yeah, I'd, that, even, I I'd put it in gold. I'd put it in gold to be honest. Yeah, I th- I'm kind of thinking that too. It, no, no, no word, no word at all, and no release. It's I wouldn't just, put it at, at just going to be put pushed it at, like, away. Solid silver. I think, yeah, I think that's a solid silver. That's crazy. That's that's a someone played it already. Someone yeah, that's on right. Twitter that's right. played it already. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I forgot <laughs> that about really that. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. You're like, it's already out. Sorry, you get no points. Um, yeah. Yeah. My other one was going to be a, a Kirby Forgotten Lands 2. Would either I was going to say comes out, but realistically, oh, no way. No, no. No. They've way. already got a Kirby game for the first half of this year anyway. No but yeah, I was, all right, I'll stick with my, my advanced words there. I think that's a solid silver be, because you say no mention. So if they ever right. mention it once, no even on Twitter and stuff, right? I mean, like, yeah. Okay. Boom. So then we're, in, not, we're, into a, we're into the big, the big, the big daddies. Now we're up to the big daddies. Mm-hmm. The, oh, the Perry's. This is tough. I'm excited about mine. I got a good one here. I got a good one here. All right. So who's hit? Uh, I guess we're keeping the order. Can we go reverse order? I need another minute to kind all of right. tinker right. around. I can go. Mine. I'll go. Thank you. Hit us all up, right. Jerry. Okay. Switch 2 is going to be uh, announced. And uh, I'm not done. Uh, it's going to be 1080p, like the, the handheld. You know, it's going to be 1080p instead of 720. And the big... And I don't know if it's going to be called Switch 2. It's just going to be the next, the next Switch, the next system. The big thing about this, though, and you got to hear me out here, is mm-hmm. I think that... It's gonna do. It's gonna be able to go on your TV, handheld, and all of. And it's gonna be pushing VR. I think you're gonna be able to switch it and use it in VR, just like a Quest. I think that the it, the Joy Cons come off. It'll be just like, and they'll they'll be formatted and correct, and you'll be able to do VR at any time and everything's going to have the support for it. If not like just like the uh, big screen mode, like, like everything, like maybe you could play any switch game in VR, like via, like it makes it look like you're playing on a screen, but then they'll launch with like the UI can be played in, in, in VR and stuff. And they'll have games. Uh, it'll launch with a uh, Mario, a new Mario 3d Mario, or maybe even a remake of 3d land, or they'll talk about that. Or, uh, and, uh, it will, you'll be able to cast it to your TV through your dock while you're playing it. And that will bring about where they can do, um, they'll have fun with like asymmetric gameplay, like the Wii U in a way. Now, obviously I know you're thinking like, yeah, they're not going to talk about the Wii U, but I'm saying is they will make it. So that's not what I was thinking. The biggest thing about VR is that it's a solo experience. They're going to make it a Nintendo way by being able to cast it and play. Uh, people can play with their, you know, uh, with controllers at the same time as the person's playing and they can play together. I, uh, I, that's I the take... easiest zero points I've ever seen. <laughs> that's so I, I wanted to say, like, I actually take slight issue with your prediction, not because it's too easy, but, but like, it's so difficult for that to come true <laughs> that it's unfair to you for that to be your goal. Alex, mm-hmm. we take what we can take. That's uh that's easy peekings. 
I All said right. what I said. Okay. All yeah. right. I'll go. I'll go next. <laughs> Let's hear you guys, it. It's going to all happen. You guys are going to be like, it's not called Switch 2. Yeah. So it's not right. even called Switch. It's just like, yeah, something completely else. But like, sorry, bro. That's still big fat zero. Switch. It's going to be called Switch Dimension. <laughs> the Swarch. It's not bad. This... Switch Dimension is not bad. Uh, anyways, uh, my goal is that there's going to be a new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game next year. Um, which is, is a series that very few people. That's way more about. new. New would that include like remakes or remasters? Alex? I'll say. I'll say. Um... I'd say if because uh, I'll tell you this. I, I think if you do include those, I don't think it's a gold. If you said brand new, like you know, not not rehashed content in some way, I think that could be a gold. I think. It would yeah, make well, what, what if I say an exact? What I'll, I'll even say the exact game. I'm gonna say. It's going to be a remake of the Explorers games, which are the sequels on DS. The first one was yep. were a okay. remake of the I'll rescue the team. Goal. I'll say a remake of the Explorers games. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, that's cool okay, for sure. Cool. All right. Very reasonable three three gold points there. Thank you. Alex going for the win again. He he brings business. <laughs> All right. Mine, we're, we're, this one probably, who knows? We're going to see. I'm going with... That Zelda Breath of or Breath of the Wild, uh, Tears of the Kingdom is going to be delayed because it runs like absolute crap on the Nintendo Switch. So it's going to release alongside a new Switch. It's not going to be Switch Two, <laughs> but it's going to be in, like just you know, sort of like the Pro version, if you will. And not you know, I know we have the OLED, but like it actually has more processing power, so it can actually run games well uh, and not be uh, 2017, you know hardware that can't run games well uh so it's gonna get new switch more powerful alongside zelda in i'm gonna say november and i'm gonna say also then you're gonna get uh a sapphire or not sapphire this is this is now that's my prediction but i'm also saying the third version of scarlet and violet or whatever the the pokemon games it'll actually play well on the new system too scarlet violet and sapphire whatever the stupid (laughs) yeah whatever the new stupid game is called um it'll actually the third iteration will actually work well pokemon hell yeah Yeah, that's what yeah so i'm hanging them else yeah yeah i guess i okay I think that's less likely than mine, but uh, <laughs> so because, Zelda delayed. Like, and why would Zelda launch? run bad when like the original ran fantastic? Because on, it's on five years different, and hopefully the game looks better than a 2017 game. What do you mean looks better? I mean, I hope it looks better. Hmm. It looks. I mean, okay. I mean, it looks good, but five years have passed. I hope the game could look better than that. So delayed to launch with a new Nintendo system, which will launch in 2023. Yep, yeah, yeah. Pro and not it's not a Switch Two; it's a Pro Edition or something along. It's just got more juice to it. So it'll be a half step. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely okay. not the next Switch. It's just a juiced up Switch, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. So then that way their flagship game doesn't stick. X. Sure. There it is. Go for it. Switch One X. Sorry, excuse me. Jordan? All right, so I've got... So, yeah, okay, so I have one. Um, and again, need your help kind of quantifying it here, qualifying it, I suppose. Um, I think there will be at least... Uh, so it's kind of a two-parter. There will be at least two Zelda games that come to Switch and at least two Metroid games that come to Switch in 2023. 
And I mean, I don't just mean announced. I mean released, what? playable. I want some of that J Man stuff. Want however, yeah, you... however, I this would include like retro re-releases, like like uh, on the NSO. NSO, or... for example. Okay. But two Metroids, two Zeldas, at least. But that would impl- that would require new systems to come out. I think in the case right. Of so Metroid. I I was thinking of that. Like in the spirit of my last year's prediction, <laughs> I'm trying to still will it into existence <laughs> that we get other platforms. But uh, that you know, I've also got in mind like the Metroid Prime remaster remake, whatever that project is, Ooh, and then will that be Tears three games or is that Four. one game? I I think it's only one, I think of doing it separately that, that's my belief so if it would be one Metroid Prime 1 but maybe you get Prime 1 and Prime 2 or 2 and 3 get packaged I don't know but mm. 2 and 2 for those two series next year wait hold on but can it be more than 2 at least 2 at least at, 2 yeah, Zeldas, imagine at least like two some crazy 4 games <laughs> exactly <laughs> 2 <laughs> the same well, thing happens said... to him again yeah. <laughs> I know exactly that's right oh, yeah actually can you Actually, could you make it just one or the other so we know it'll come true? Yeah, I know, right? I, I, I can't, I, one of <laughs> one of two one Metroids or two, two Zeldas. Will come out. <laughs> so if I Only get three Metroid Metroids and one out. Zelda, <laughs> no, I've hooped again. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, oops, he got it wrong. That's what right. an idiot! But you guys think that would count as a gold? The two and two, at least two and two. I would, I would, I would accept it. I'll allow it. Sure. Thank you. I'll Thank give you, it to you, buddy. Appreciate you. All right. All right. There so you there's go. The, there's the four. Uh, another year of predictions. In the Boom. books. In the books. So I'll copy them in there. Uh, yeah, I put all, on the bottom. Mine. On the bottom, I put the tiers. So you could just copy and paste your. Cool. Your whatchamacallits in there. Um, all right. Well, all right. We're going to see who uh, wins in 365 or so days. But. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And in a few weeks, we should do like a release schedule for the year to see what's coming out and what we're excited about. Oh, baby. It's going to be a good year. You got a lot of Capcom Resident Evil goodness. You got a lot of Final Fantasy goodness. Um, You got, obviously, Zelda. It's going to be a good year, I think. Fire Emblem. There's a lot of good stuff coming that we already know about. Uh, Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe. I'm going to play that for sure. Woo! Going to be good. Going to be good. But before we dip out of here, I believe... uh, Alex. Alex has got yep. some some punishment to d- dell out. Uh-oh. It's the furthest thing from a punishment, and then and uh, yeah, and Jordan, you are invited to join us for this too. Fantastic! It is an let's, let's I, it is it. an I demand you, uh, which is a game that sort of we pick, and then in a few weeks to a month or so, we'll we'll come back and talk about it. I know that sometimes we choose really long games for this, so I wanted to choose something that was easy to beat, fairly short and has a significant sort of impact, like cultural impact on games. So I, I so it would make for a really good discussion. And the game I chose is the 2015 role-playing game Undertale. Mm. Oh, good one. Love it. I'm pretty um, sure Jordan's probably already played that bad. Boy. Yeah, I have. I have, yeah, a few times. You've played it? Okay, I've played it too. Uh, but Perry and Casey, you have not played have Undertale. Not, There's no. also multiple ways to play that game, so very yes, easy to go through right, in different, uh, different styles. Yep. Um a game developed pretty much entirely by Toby Fox, who has hey, sort of Toby? become a uh, small icon in the industry in the years since uh, he's like making games for Pokemon and smash bros. By this point, uh, undertale is, has entered the cultural zeitgeist in a major way. Mm-hmm. Probably one of the five biggest indie games since super meat boy. 
Um, yeah, for sure. For sure. For sure. Mm. Oh, yeah. For yeah. sure. Maybe even one or two on that list. And then the game's like five or six hours long. So not a huge commitment. And I figure we'll just regroup, let's say, end of January, early February and and talk about it. It's an excuse for me to do a replay. Jordan, if you want to do a replay and join us. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, let, let's talk about that. Let's find let's find a day because I'd love to join you guys and talk about that game. And I'd love to play through it again. Like in a, like the, my most recent one was a, a pacifist one. So I, I've been itching to go back and do it, <laughs> yeah, do it the opposite and just yeah. kill everything. So let's do it. <laughs> well, well let's let's run. not let's not talk too much about that. Yes, that yes, aspect yes, yes, of yes, it. Yes. Uh, but OK, but uh, Perry and Casey, does that sound? Already ruined it. Yep, Guess I can't me. play it. I right. will say for anyone who wants to join us as well, we could take some uh, listener feedback in the Discord or emails. Um, I, I'm looking $10 on Steam, $15 on Switch, and it's about a six and a half hour game. So yep. lickety yeah. split sounds good to me. Uh, does it sound reasonable to you, Perry? Oh, yeah. Also, that's, it beats, dude, uh, are it you beats kidding Sonic. Me? <laughs> that's for sure. No, but it's, it's I'm asking you to buy you, a game. You require so me to play I, like... Like seven hours or ten hours of Balan Wonderworld. <laughs> and now this I'm asking you to play one of like the best indie games ever. First he's sour, <laughs> yeah. then he's sweet. What a punishment. Sorry, yeah. Pierre. You're a Sour Patch kid. Yep, he's a sour Yep, he's a baby baby Balix. Sour Patch. Sour Patch right. Alex kid. Balix. Sour Patch Alex kid. There it is. Uh but sure, uh in about a month or so we'll the talk Nintendo podcast will talk Undertale. It, it, yeah. Let's go. And it'll be yeah. We should just get David on. It'll be the dirty mage. Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Sure. Is, wait. Does he? Does he? Yeah. Yeah. I he, bet he, he's played it. If not, he probably would. He's probably played it. Right. Sure, yeah. I think he's played it. Yeah. He plays. We a can lot make it a crossover RPGs. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we yeah. can. Talk, I'll reach out to him and see what's up. Perfect. All right. Boom. And Paige okay. as well. If we really want to go ham, yeah, make it a Boom. big boy. Although All right. she she records at weird times because she's well. Hey. We can make it happen. We'll see. Something fun will happen. Something fun will happen. Yep. All right. Awesome. Well, that's another episode in the books. You can find us over on Twitter at Talk Nintendo Pod. That's Talk Nintendo. P. Oh. D. Right. And you mark. can support uh, Nintendo World Report over on patreon.com slash NWR. That's patreon.com slash N W R. And Jordan, tell the fine folks where, I mean, they can find all your goodness because you're always hanging out reviews and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I still share my reviews on Twitter. So if uh, if you're still active on Twitter, at Wristman64 is where I'm at. I just posted a review for Melatonin. You can check that out. Got a already working on a review for January. So get excited for that as well. Uh, and yeah, I mean, just you know, kind of just chilling a little bit, you know, before the new year starts and uh, we'll, we'll get going again in January for sure. Heck yeah. I All just right. glanced down at the package that uh, Alex sent me from last week that's sitting on the floor. It says Mr. Perry Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> I didn't actually get so married funny to Kate. And I got married to Perry. Your, mar- your, mar- your, ma- your normal mail carrier is probably really confused right now. I know. Did this person I know, just I changed bet. their name? <laughs> exactly. I bet they're like, this stupid idiot said the wrong name on there. That's yeah. <laughs> All right. See you later. Poodles. Happy New Year. Yep. Take care, everybody.
Uh, please don't talk about other podcasts on this podcast. Thank you very much. Three unprepared men. 